The bears still suck. That's right. The freaking bears still suck. Da bears suck. No more are they the most winning franchise or had the longest or most wins in the NFL. That record stood for 102 years and now it belongs to the one, the only Packers. I mean, you Bears only have one lousy Super Bowl for cripes sake. All right, let's roll this intro. Welcome to the 4th and Short Podcast. You're thinking it and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. Alright, welcome in everybody to the 4th and short podcast week 13 edition. It is I, the self-proclaimed Steeler fan, Jason Fell, along with me, the cheese head of the South, and I'm going to give you a new title for right, this is one episode. Of the this most wins in NFL history. I give you the self-proclaimed bear, bear hater. I do hate Matt the Peterson. The bears suck. And guess yeah, what? Ask the was only eloquently thing, put. The only thing they've ever held over the Green Bay Packers is the fact that they have more wins than any other team in NFL history until this week. Well, when now, you were when you were established the week after Noah got off the ark, that's pretty easy to do. You don't have to win many games a year to be able to do that. Exactly. Well, you know what? Guess who was tied with them originally for a little bit? The Chicago Cardinals. And now the Cardinals are nowhere close. Chicago Cardinals. I didn't even know the Cardinals were in Chicago at one point. They are actually the oldest team in NFL history. Are they really? Interesting. Well, that is very interesting. See, the more you listen to this show, the more you know, folks. Get your little history lesson here, and you find out, as we all know, that the Bears still suck. So welcome in to Week 13. We are here to talk about the slate of matchups that took place uh, over the weekend in the NFL. And a lot of, we were just talking about this before we hit record, a lot of these games had playoff implications where both of the teams that were playing had, uh, they were their playoff bound. And so whoever won was going to be set up even better. Um, you had a bunch of teams that were playing because they're looking to get into the playoffs and they really needed a win to keep up with others that were in front of them. And so some good matchups, uh, some others, not so good Colts. We're looking at you, but we'll talk about that in just a minute. And then some just disappointing ones. Uh, the Titans, Derrick Henry, 30 yards. I know you're playing the Eagles. I don't, I don't know. But the you said last week good. that their I'm defense was suspect. Yeah, their, their defense is suspect. Even their it didn't run look like that yesterday. Too. No, it didn't. Not against the King. So, but, uh, it, it, but here's, here's one thing that I want to do. This is just for my own benefit. Party. This is back-to-back victory Mondays for me. Yes. And back back uh no it's a Not victory monday it's a victory Monday <laughs> for me. it is a victory money but it's back to back for me for the first time this year so let me enjoy this for just a few moments because i'm sure we'll find a way to plunge back into the depths of despair uh, i mean we were only playing the falcons as it was but that's it is what it is so okay so get this right. according to mm. this this website called oldest.org the okay. Arizona Cardinals were actually founded in 1898. Well, not Arizona, obviously, back then. It would have been up 18. In I was going to say, Arizona didn't even exist back then. No, just about not. 1898. When, when, was when was Arizona? That's found? a good question. Had to have been. Uh, had to have been after the 1900s. No. It was a territory back in the 1800s. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and find this. Are you going to Google it? Are you going to Google it? Oh, okay, you're right. right. Arizona founded February 14th, 1912. Thank you. Thank you very much. He, he just stepped a little party horn again. Okay. It. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, more history here. You didn't know that when you tuned into this podcast today that you were going to be getting a history lesson. You thought you were getting on to hear some really bad takes and some opinion about the NFL, but... You're getting a history lesson. So this is this has been an educational podcast already. And I'm excited to see 
how educational we can get here in first and 10. So let's right, do it. Last bit of education. First and 10. I'm last sorry, I cut you off. No, the team was originally called the Morgan Athletic Club. And a few years later, when the team bought used jerseys from the University of Chicago, former team founder Chris O'Brien called the faded color Cardinal Red. There you go. Wow. I feel like I've always felt this about uh, so any any team called an athletic club, <clears throat> soccer teams. I'm looking at you, um, including the Oakland Athletics. I feel like that is lazy team name. I just you didn't put any thought into it. You're like, what are we? We're an athletic club, so let's be called an athletic club. I just I, I don't know. Am I wrong? Am, am I am I throwing too much? I have not ever put a single ounce of thought into this. I just feel like athletic club, you know, any, any athletic any... club is very generic. And at sometimes this season, I wish the Green Bay Packers could be called the Green Bay Athletic Club, <laughs> just because I'm not entirely sure that they're actually playing football out there. So athletic, we're just doing vaguely athletic things. Out yeah, there. they're just kind of athletes the Green Bay out athletic there. Club. Yeah, yeah, uh, that makes sense. So, all right, I'm gonna let you go first. Speaking of that athletic club in Green Bay, would you like to give your shorty first? Yes, my shorty obviously goes to the Green Bay Packers for for breaking a 102-year-old record, which would be the amount of wins. Is that technically? Yeah, because we're going to say that the NFL has been 102 years old. Uh, so breaking a 102-year-old NFL record, and that would be taking sole ownership. Now, the Bears have been tied at times with people, but taking sole ownership of the most wins in NFL history away from the Bears. So my shorty obviously has to go out to the Green Bay Packers. Hats off to Aaron Rodgers for going out there and being the one to break it because he still owns the Bears. Yes, he does. We all know this. Also, I would like to give a shorty to all the Bears fans for holding up those middle fingers for minutes on end at him. That was incredible. That shows dedication to the craft. <laughs> I, I, I applaud it. Uh, I had a... This guy uh, in the Packers Reddit, he took he took a picture. He's like, this guy, he's, he said, I kid you not, the guy stood there for five minutes. And it was like a power stance middle finger. He was like, <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. So I applaud him for that. And so he said, I, he said, the guy said, I took out my phone. Like, I was able to take my gloves off, take out my phone, pull up my camera app, snap the photo, put my phone back. I probably still had another 30 seconds of this guy standing there with the middle finger <laughs> So that's how they feel. Let's about be it. let's be fair. The man was probably frozen that way. Let's just let's just probably, throw it out there. there. Pro yeah, there. absolutely. So, well, congratulate here. Here, let me do this just for the Packers. Okay. Our just season sucks, but we got something. I honestly, the way this game started, I thought it was going to continue to suck. I did too. And then when uh they got the field goal blocked, I sat there and I said it's got to be so depressing for a Bears fan <laughs> because no, because you know, you know, you sit there and, you know, it's hard to put yourself in the shoes of another team or another team's fan base, but to know that Rogers has owned you every single year for the past 15 or whatever years he's been in the league. And as soon as that happened, you went, here we go again. Yeah. And sure enough, mm -hmm. there we went again and Rogers beat him. It just has to be just, a kick in the nuts, man. <laughs> Could have happened to a nicer fan base, though. Yeah. Enjoy. Is it a nice fan base? Is it, though? I mean, Chicago's pretty pretty intense. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to give out my shorty uh, to a team that we maligned a few weeks ago. Um, I'm giving it out to the Raiders of Las Vegas, and specifically for their fighting spirit, because a couple of weeks ago, after they lost – to the Indianapolis Colts and Jeff Saturday, who said the Raiders were terrible and then coming off of his couch, beat them with the Indianapolis Colts, who are a train wreck right now, by the way, but more on that later. Uh, the Raiders have ri uh, rifled off three wins and are now, they're not probably going to make it, but they're sitting on the cusp of the playoffs. Um, they're in... They're in thought land. Let's just put it that way. People are thinking about them as they as they are 
playing games. But I think this is this is what I want to to give my shorty out to the Raiders for because the Raiders did at two and seven after losing to the Colts and Derek Carr's crying at a press conference. They could have easily just given up. I mean, could have just easily given up on the rest of the season. Um, but they're fighting, and 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 here's where I I'm giving it to them because they are going to make life miserable for teams that they have to play between now and the end of the season. They already did it this weekend. They beat the Chargers. The Chargers are now six and six. I don't think the Chargers make the playoffs. Um. And, and I just think the Raiders are going to continue to be that kind of a team. Devontae Adams? The monster. He is, he is I watched, just... I watched parts of that game in between Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. I'm sitting there going, how is this team not the best team in their division? The weapons they have here are incredible. Yeah. So, and and and, and I think that you know, they play the Rams this next week on Thursday. That's a winnable game. They play the Patriots. Oh, honorable mention, too, to uh, to their pass rush. They were getting after Herbert, man. Well, finally, finally. Chandler Jones finally had a decent game this year. Things are just starting to click for them. Um, okay. Get this, too. Derek Carr had 250 passing yards. 177 of those yards went to Devontae Adams. Well, that's like it's he's just force feeding. He had 12 targets. He's just force feeding the ball to Devontae, which is all <laughs> Rodgers did too. They're like, oh, well, this guy's real good. Just chuck him the ball. Right. When he when you can't stop him, you might as well. Yep. So here's where the Raiders are gonna they're gonna be a problem for the Patriots. Because the Patriots are they're 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 fighting for a playoff spot, a wild card spot right now. Um, they might be a problem for the 49ers in week 17. And they might be a problem for the Chiefs. Obviously, the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs. They're going to win that division. But playoff seeding is an issue right now. We'll we'll talk about that in just a second. So they might be a problem for the Chiefs, too. They had a 17-point lead on the Chiefs at one point this year in the first game. So... So my shorty goes out to the Raiders. Could have given up on this season. I still don't think that Josh McDaniel is Josh McDaniels is a uh, an NFL head coach, but he's proven us wrong in these games. So shorty I mean, goes out he, to the Raiders. They're they're not they're not eliminated yet either by any means. Oh no no that's what I'm saying. They're they're in thought okay, land when so it comes to the playoffs. You have to think about it at least. Game, they're one game back on the Chargers. Uh, let me think. Okay, so the wild card teams are currently the Dolphins, the Jets. The Bengals. It's three wildcard teams, right? Jets. Yes. So Jets. It's Bengals, Dolphins, Dolphins, Jets. Yeah. And that means that the Raiders are only. They're two two games games back. back. Two games back on the Jets. Can happen. It could happen. And even if it doesn't, I do honestly think they're going to make life difficult for those those teams that we already mentioned. So maybe McDaniel's doing enough to save his job. We'll see. Yes. I hate that guy. All right, give you shorty or your shefty, excuse me. My shefty goes out to the aforementioned Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts were keeping it close against the uh, the Cowboys all the way until the fourth quarter when they got outscored in the fourth quarter, thirty-three to nothing. Big yeah. fat zilch. That's atrocious. You just—I mean—they got annihilated. The, 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 okay, so at one point, so it was, at one point it was nineteen to twenty-one in the third quarter. Dallas didn't score a single point in the third quarter, and then just laid the boom on them. So, well done. Well, not well done. Well done to the Cowboys, uh, Colts. You guys get a shefty, and that's too bad because I have stated that I am a Jeff Saturday fan, but I don't know what that was. Here's the thing, the Cowboys. Their defense does a great job of making quarterbacks look silly. And Matt Ryan does a great job of making himself look silly. And so when you put those two things together, this is what we get. Super silly. 33 points in the fourth quarter. Trademark pending. Three interceptions by Mr. Matt Ryan and a fumble loss. So five turnovers for the Cowboys. Matty Ice, what are you doing? You're disgracing my name over here. Yeah, 
Matt Ryan is, uh, he's not the answer. And here, here's, here's, here's what I saw. Um, we, 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 we didn't mention this, but Baker Mayfield got released by the Panthers and, uh, like we couldn't see that one coming. No, I, <laughs> I thought I saw something where, uh, he gets picked up by the Colts. They release Nick Foles. Nick Foles goes to the 49ers and leads them to a Super Bowl. Wait, Nick Foles is on the Colts? Yes, he's the third string quarterback for the they that's why I, I had thought such he was a, on the Bears. No. That's why I had such a major issue with them starting Sam Ellinger over Nick Foles. Uh, yeah. Well, everybody's seen what Nick Foles is. He's a he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, you know. We don't need any of those. <laughs> no, only I, when he can come know. off the bench. Only only when he can come off the bench. He's got that Fitzpatrick yeah. disease. He does. When he comes off the bench, he's the great. If you got a team with Fitzpatrick and Nick Foles, and you just benched one every other week and then started the other, you would go sixteen and seventeen and zero and win the Super Bowl. You would be unstoppable. Absolutely. Yep. You unstoppable. have two MVP candidates on the same team at the same position. All right, I'm giving out my Shefty this week to. Not just the Broncos, although the entire team could deserve it, except for that defense. That defense is just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, that defense held the Ravens to three points. Yep. I know it was without Lamar for most of that game, but three points for 55 minutes and lost. Mm-hmm. Lost the game because the Broncos offense is its non-existent. It doesn't exist. I mean... Russell That's Wilson be just the most demoralizing thing ever. It's like is, I'm gonna go out there and play almost a perfect game, and we're not gonna win because our offense can't hold up their end of this deal. Russell Wilson is either the worst trade in the world in history, or he is the best plant that Pete Carroll ever came up with because he is giving the Seahawks a fantastic fantastic draft pick in this next year's draft and maybe that's the plan all along maybe he went to old pete and he's like look i'm a seahawk at heart so trade me i'm gonna tank this team and give the seahawks a great draft pick could be maybe he's a company man i don't know how to true story it. though true story geno smith currently has six straight 100 plus or 100 passer yard ratings 100 plus passer yard ratings six straight games with 100 plus passer rating that ties Russell Wilson's Seahawks record. So if he gets one more, Geno Smith will have more 100-plus QBR <laughs> games than Russell Wilson. <sighs> I just uh, Russell Wilson. So the Broncos offense, right now, they are averaging 13.8 points per game. Yeah. In the last, they will be the Pretty first awful. team in 10 years at, at this pace to average less than 14 points a game on offense. Wow. Unbelievable. Still, awesome. I think we, we, we had this stat a couple of weeks ago. If they scored 18 points in regulation through this year in every game, they would be yeah. 10 and 2. It'd be fantastic. Also, so how many points did they score? They scored nine points. Yep. Not even once, never once in that game did they enter the red zone. Not a single time. Incredible. I don't understand. I know that you don't have much of a run game right now because Javante Williams is gone. But Someone needs I, to watch this game. When, when, when do the Broncos play? Who do they play next week? Someone, like, for the science of it, this is so bad. Like, I, I need to watch this. Like, why are they this bad? Okay. I don't see. know. I mean, is uh, it is it Hackett? It can't be all Hackett. It can't be Hackett. Hackett was fantastic with Green Bay as an offensive coordinator. Oh, he, they play the Chiefs. This is not going to be a close game next week. Yeah, it's gonna be brutal. That is good. Well, who be knows? Ugly. Maybe their defense can keep it like semi close. I mean, I want to. It doesn't watch matter as long back. as the Chiefs score more than eighteen. Yeah. As long as they get to the twenty mark, they're good. So Chiefs, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, Chargers, Dallas, Buffalo, Minnesota. Oh my gosh! Wait, wait, the wait. The only what? game that they stand a chance is the Cardinals, and that's it. Maybe Rams. you're looking at you're looking at their preseason schedule too. They play Chiefs, Cardinals, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, or Rams. Excuse me. No, Chiefs, I'm Cardinals, the, I'm Rams. Looking at the, I'm I'm looking at the the Broncos schedule. Yeah, there's only five games left. You just listed like eight. Oh, oops. Hold on. Win. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I did. I wrapped around. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. So Chiefs, Cardinals, Cardinals. Rams, Chiefs, Chargers. Still one game in there, maybe? Maybe. Maybe? You got to play maybe. The Chiefs twice, the Chargers once more, and then the bottom half of the, the I, NFC West. Team. Here's the thing, though, because I think there's there's a possibility that we're going to see the Chargers choke away another opportunity to go to the playoffs right at the end there against the Broncos. So they may see another win there. Yeah, but can't yeah. put them past it. No. In, real, in reality, the Rams on Christmas is about the only game that they might. But knowing the Broncos are going to find coal in their stocking anyway and lose to the Rams. It's in L.A. too, so unbelievable. Yeah, how what, what was that stat effort, you, you told? Know. Give give us that stat you you shared right before the uh, we we started recording. Oh, about their uh, yeah, uh, about teams oh. that are the oh, the, the staff of the Ravens. Okay, uh, so the Denver Broncos. So before Sunday, NFL teams were O in two hundred and six since nineteen ninety five when committing two turnovers, which the Ravens did. Forcing none, which the Ravens didn't, and failing to exceed 10 points, which they didn't. They got 10 points exactly. The Ravens made it 1 in 206 <laughs> after beating the Broncos. The history of the entire league, which dates back to 1920, those teams are 8 and 325 and 1 in those games. So before that, they were oh. 7 and 325 and 1. Well done, Broncos. You deserve a shefty. So, yeah. all right. Well, let's talk about the rest of these games then. Second and long. All right. Well, we want to get in a couple of the games that seem to have the most playoff implications. So let's start with Kansas City and Cincinnati, because that was like the headliner game of the week. And it was a great game. Cincinnati comes out on top. 27 to 24, which is now the third straight time that Cincinnati and Joe Burrows has beaten Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Uh, they're, that... they're dead. They're not making the playoffs. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, a, hey, I'm they're allowed. Now tied. They're now tied for first place in the AFC North, right? Eight and four. Uh, yeah, they were tied last week. No, they couldn't have been tied last week. Oh, no, that's right. They both they won. They both won. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought that yep. the Ravens lost for some reason, but no. no remember they played the Broncos, Broncos and uh, they only scored <laughs> ten points. And some just the, when you told me that they scored ten points and Lamar Jackson got hurt, I automatically assumed that they lost, but no, they did not. But then when they played the Broncos, it all makes sense. No, so the Bengals, yes, are still tied. They are going to win the NFC North, especially since Lamar Jackson is going to miss some time for the Ravens. Um, did you and I think that everybody a- in the AFC North is currently on a win streak? Nah, Ravens only won one. Wait, Ravens have won one. Bengals have won four in a row. Browns two in a row. Steelers two in a row. Hey, look at us being a power conference. So the, this is, I think, a big deal for the Bengals, obviously, because it continues the hot streak. They got Jamar Chase back. He went for almost 100 yards. So that's a big deal as well, getting that uh, chemistry working between him and Burroughs again. And, and obviously, it's setting them up for being able to continue this into the playoffs. I think this is a bigger deal for the Chiefs because clearly the Chiefs have struggled against the top of the AFC this year. This is not two losses to teams that they possibly will see in the playoffs again. Now, we know that Mahomes is a different animal in the playoffs, but now because of this loss by the Chiefs and because Buffalo beat New England on Thursday night, Buffalo is back in the number one seed in the AFC. So now. The championship, if records hold true and seeding doesn't change at the top, has to go through Buffalo again, which I think is huge for Buffalo. It's huge I just for feel Buffalo. like the, the the Chiefs, they're good. They don't have a number one wide receiver. Heck, they don't even have a number one running back. I mean, they, okay, they, they kind of do. Well, no, I take it back. They don't even no, have they a number don't. one running back. No, they don't. They don't have a number one anything except tight end and QB. And apparently that's Travis, Ke- let's done. be honest. Why Travis Kelsey's official position is tight end. He is their number one wide receiver. Yeah, he is. But it, I just feel like they're they're lacking weapons across the board. Yeah, and we are we've had this argument over the last couple of years of this discussion about the Chiefs that you know they hit a lull 
last year it was at the beginning of the season and they came risen they rose from the dead and you know were fantastic all the way till they met the Bengals in the championship game now i feel like they're finding it but i think you're right they they do have to find some kind of identity in offense because if a team like the Bengals takes out Travis Kelsey then what because that's what happened in this game you don't Travis really Kelsey was that. 4 for 56 with a fumble so it can't all be Patrick Mahomes. And I mean, he's done it. He's proven it before, but against lesser competition. It currently so, is all Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So I, I think this is this is a big, bigger deal. Big deal for the Bengals, bigger deal for the Chiefs. They got to find a way to win these big games. And they got to take away that home also, field advantage I mean, from the Bills. Also, I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals did this without Joe Mixon. Samaj P. Ryan oh, yeah. is still toting that ball. Which he put P. up P. over 100 yards. Fantastic. Great game. Yeah, but I mean, you've got the Bengals who have nothing but weapons, and then you have the weaponless Chiefs. I just don't mm-hmm. think that that bodes well for the Chiefs in the playoffs. It's not something well, see, that they can I w- fix. Yeah, and you can, I will never discount, I will never count out Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah, I won't, I will, I, I'm not going to either, but you, you say he, you're never going to discount him because he's such a good quarterback, but look around. You have great quarterbacks in the AFC. You've got Josh Allen. You've got Joe Burrow. I mean, you got all stars on their teams too. That you don't have that big of an edge on quarterback anymore. I'll take. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna take the Buffalo Bills or the Bengals over the Chiefs in the playoffs. Either one of those two. I mean, I I can't argue with you there. I absolutely cannot argue with you, especially. Especially with Buffalo having home field right now, and especially if that changes for Cincinnati, and Cincinnati proved last year that they could go into Arrowhead and win too. So I can't argue. It is it is a very even, uh, very. I uh, only give the technically, technically, uh-oh. the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three times in 2022 because they played them at the end of the season. Oh yeah. End of t- at the, the the last season wrapped around yep. obviously into 2022. They beat them then, then they beat them in the playoffs, and now they beat them again. So technically, they've beaten the Chiefs three times in 2022. Fascinating. Look at that. Look, more history. I I just love that it's you that. are so educational tonight. I know that's right. All right, who do you want to talk about? Well, uh, we've already uh talked about it a bit, but I just want to go ahead and talk briefly about the Chicago Bears Green Bay game. No, this game has no relevance other than the fact that it was historical and we kind of have beat that one to death. Uh, Christian Watson continues to shine. This dude looks scary. Now, here this, here's this. So we had a situation, right? There was two wide receivers available in the draft uh, when the Packers were looking at it, right? They could have snagged George Pickens mm-hmm. or Christian Watson. Right. They took Watson over Pickens. Do you know why? Because of his speed. And I'm really curious. I'm really curious to hear your opinion on this. Is it because of his speed? They were looking for somebody that could stretch the field and not somebody attitude. who's going to be attitude. He was somebody a Christian more... Watson was a better fit. Uh, because the Packers brought George Pickens in. Like we we looked at him and that was one of the guys mm-hmm. that everybody was pretty high on and they thought he was going to go yeah. to Green Bay. We took Watson over Pickens because he was a better fit attitude wise have you seen attitude problems from pickens no i mean there was some some rumors that he was a little miffed that he didn't get the ball more on yesterday because i don't i don't he didn't have he didn't have very much if anything yesterday um but he was he was a little bit of a hothead georgia so he's got that kind of a reputation but uh, it hasn't been an issue so far yeah let's not go there Okay. Well, I was, I was interested in your take on that because that's kind of what I've been hearing. And it's really paying off for us right now because this dude is putting up Randy Moss type stats. So oh, yeah. It's a. Uh, I mean, what has he impressive. got? Eight touchdowns in four games? Mm-hmm. That is insane. He's getting, he's getting double touchdowns, triple touchdowns every game. You're sitting there going, wow. All right. And and what's even more impressive is that after what? The first couple of weeks of the season, we were like, well, this was a bust. Yeah, I didn't think it was a bust but I thought that he was going to take a little bit longer to develop. 
Well, here's here's where it's more surprising because historically, and we've talked about this over the years, historically, Rodgers and rookie wide, rece- wide receivers have not played well together. He has always right. gone well, with... Because Rodgers demands that you be in a certain position right. and he doesn't have time, which that's, I think, a fault on Rodgers. If you look at Brady, he's willing to bring the, the guy... Brady, they both, they both demand perfection, but Brady is more the type who's going to work with you and make sure that you get it and will sit there and beat it into you until you do get it. Rogers is just going to be like, I demand perfection. You don't get it. Ugh. I'm going to go, go with somebody else kind of thing. Yeah. One's a mentor. No, I think one's I mean, Watson's a great really. player. There's a reason why he almost was basically a first round pick. Yeah. So hey, I'm I mean, happy I think... with him. And uh, I think that oh, yeah, absolutely. all this love for, for Watson right now is kind of overshadowing Dobbs. Dobbs is a fantastic wide receiver. That combo, like we'll see what happens with the second year. We'll see how they progress. But right now, this is looking like a Randy Moss, Chris Carter combination. And it's scary. Right. It could be real freaking good in the next it's gonna be an offense years. that you're going to want to see for a while. Yep. All right. Uh, one more game that I wanted to touch on. Uh, because it both had playoff implications and will continue to have implications because of what happened in this game. And that's the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Miami Dolphins, Mike McDaniel coaching against his former team, and the 49ers put it on the Dolphins. Yeah, they did. I thought 30... I thought this would be a really close game. No, it was not. 33 to 17. And and it was it was uh I believe seven nothing early, mm-hmm. Dolphins a second play yeah, from that bomb scrimmage to, from Tua to bomb yeah to Tua to to Tyreek Hill seven nothing. I was like, oh yeah, this game's going how I think it's going to. Then it did not. So the and this is the thing. So Forty ers lose Jimmy G to a foot injury. He is done for the year. Which Brock Purdy baby. Oh man, he was Purdy. Um, uh, so. Jimmy G goes out. He's done for the year. Here's where I don't know as if this is a huge deal. And I'm not, this is not, don't hear what I'm not saying. This is not Jimmy G slander. The 49ers I'm saying went from is, a pretty quarterback to a pretty quarterback. Oh, <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, boy. Um, Here's where I don't think this is this big of a deal. This offense is going to run through Christian McCaffrey right now. Mm-hmm. It is it this is why they brought him to the to the team. Maybe not so much the running game itself, but he is going to be the check down king yep. for Brock Purdy or whoever else they bring in to play quarterback if it's not Purdy. Um and this is the other reason why I don't think that this is a big deal because the 49ers defense is legitimate do you see that super cheeky quote by shanahan they said Mm-mm. are you at all worried about brock purdy going out there and playing against the starting your him as your quarterback he goes no he's been practicing against the best defense in the nfl for 13 weeks or something like that i was like oh come on guy <laughs> i mean you're not wrong but come on yeah i mean here, here's the thing okay they have the number one defense in the league number one scoring defense in the league right now they just held the Miami Dolphins, who, if they they're they're the eighth scoring offense, so they're not like the top, but they're pretty good. I mean, they have the number one wide receiver in the league in Tyreek Hill. Yep, and they held them to seventeen points in this game. They That's held insane. them to only just over three hundred yards, which is a big deal for a team that's as explosive as the Dolphins. They they forced Tua into two turnovers, so three excuse me three three interceptions. So this is a big deal, and this is why I think the 49ers, It doesn't matter if Brock Purdy is the quarterback, so be it. He's going to go out there. Shanahan's smart enough to call a game that he's going to be able to play against, and whether it's against you know because he's experienced. Man, everybody ever makes a big deal matter. about system quarterbacks and how well this guy is just a system quarterback and he's not going to excel outside the system. Who gives a rip? Man, oh. if you have a good enough system that you can just plug and play a quarterback and you can keep chugging through the playoffs, man, that sounds nice. Absolutely. 
I'm okay with the system quarterback. Gets me where I need to go. Shoot. So this is this is huge. Two two counts. Huge. First of all, the 49ers continue to hold uh to hold their position as the number three seed in the NFC at eight and four. That's a big deal. I'm staying they high stay on the 49ers. Oh, absolutely. I've been high I think on them if all there's year, a, I'm gonna stay high on them. If there is a team that can challenge the Eagles, honestly, if there's a team that can challenge any of the, the Eagles, Cowboys, whoever's the top seed in the in the NFC, um, the Vikings, it's the 49ers. There's only two teams that can challenge the Eagles in the NFC. It's the 49ers and the Cowboys. That's it. Yes, because the of the defenses. There. Yeah. Great defenses that can slow them down and make them make mistakes. And the right. 49ers can play ball control and keep it away the entire time. Both and teams the Cowboys can. just have Cowboys good enough, too. Cowboys have a good enough offense that they can either try and shut down Hurts or get into a shootout with Hurts. So, yeah, they're the only two teams. That, that, I, 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 the Vikings can't beat them. No, no, not at all. I mean, the Vikings were up big on the Jets. I mean, we're not going to talk about this game, but they they want beat the Jets twenty seven twenty two. They were up twenty to three in this they game and let the Jets come game. all the way back. And if it wasn't for Braxton Berrios dropping a pass in the end zone, they they probably would have lost. Yep, they should have won. The Jets so, should have won that game. It was stupid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Vikings. Vikings still they of all the top teams in the NFC, they have they definitely have the most questions, most question marks. So this is big for the 49ers. And it was big for the Dolphins because now they're a game behind Buffalo. They're no longer in the top of that division. Now they're a wild card team again. I think it's a big deal if Miami has to travel to a cold weather stadium in the playoffs. If they're going to have any kind of success in the playoffs, they have to have teams come to Miami. And at this point, well, that's not just gonna not going to be the situation because you got to play one of the three we were talking about earlier of Buffalo, I agree. Uh, Cincinnati, or or Kansas City, and all three of those teams are outdoor teams. Yep. Yeah. So You're kind Miami, of Miami, Miami is they're they're gonna they they got a lot to worry about here. They get they need some help to get back there. All right, one more game, and this game we looked forward to this game, or at least we circled this game. I don't know if we were looking forward to this game, but we circled this game, this game as a big. <laughs> you were disappointed as a big yeah. deal. So let's talk about it. Okay, the Washington Commanders. Yeah, I did say that right. I was all of a sudden going like, "Wait, <laughs> did you question yourself?" Yeah, I did. Like, wait, football <laughs> team, Redskins. What are they? Oh, Commanders. Yep, Commanders is right. The Washington <laughs> Commanders play the uh, the New York Football Giants. And drum roll, please. That's my drum roll. The final score of. Yeah, it. For me. All right, twenty to twenty. They tied. Unbelievable. Whoop-de-frick. So, anyway, we didn't find out anything. We find out that Nothing. these are two of the same. We are to find out that these are two of the same team. The, 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 their record is 5-7-1 for the Commanders. Four, seven, I'm sorry. 7-5-1 for the Commanders. 7-4-1 for the Giants. These are the same teams. I said that going into it. Well, I'll take that back. I still think Washington's better. Because Washington at least has a passing game. And the Giants don't. Didn't show but up in this game. No, they aired it out 41 times, though. That's a lot of, that's a lot, lot of throws. Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, your stats are pretty much the same. Okay, so the, the Washington Commanders gained more yards. They had almost 100 more yards of offense um, than the... Uh, Giants. Teams, Giants, thank you. <laughs> I can't talk and think at the same time. But the average yards per play, the points scored, fumbles, interceptions, sacks, third down efficiency, it's like it's all the same. Time of possession, actually, Washington had it more. I the, the Washington is the better team. I still 100% believe that. Uh, I think that the Giants are the worst team in this division, which sounds bad, but actually isn't that bad. Uh, so what's going to happen is Washington's going to go on a bye. The Giants are going to play. Who are the Giants playing next? Let you. Uh, uh, they are playing the Eagles. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're going to lose. So you are going to have the five, seven, and one Commanders play seven, the five, seven, 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 five, seven. Thank you. 
I'm getting I'm I'm getting flipped. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> the seven five and one commanders play the seven five and one Giants in two weeks time. So we're in, they're gonna play it, then the Giants are gonna lose, and then they're gonna play again. And that's wild. Why it's yeah, it wild. Is. And it'll probably tie again. It's gonna be great. And at that point, then, so both of those teams are still. See, this is this is the wild thing about the NFL right now. They might still both. It doesn't matter who wins that game. They might both still be in line for a playoff spot. Or they might still be out of both be out of. Uh, no, somebody else can catch them. The Seahawks are nibbling on their heels. See, the Seahawks have. They're the ones. Wait, don't I think the they Seahawks... they hold right now. They hold the last playoff spot over the Commanders. That's right. That's right. Because they so they're it's... seven and five, and they don't have that tie. Because yes. yeah, correct. Washington hasn't had their buy yet. So the Seahawks are the only other team. The Lions aren't going to do it. The Falcons aren't going to do it. So it's it's going to come down to. How come the Lions couldn't do it? How come the Lions couldn't do it? They're five and seven. I, they're two games back right now. I mean, may, I I suppose they could. There's still there's still quite five more games. Lions of have to win out. Yes, I would agree. Well, I don't know. I think yeah. I think they could probably make it. I think there will be a team in the playoffs from the NFC that's going to be nine and eight, calling it right now. Hmm. A nine win wild card team from the NFC. What about I'm an just eight gonna win? say it. An eight win? So an eight, eight, eight and one Giants or Commanders? Mm-hmm. I could see <laughs> That's it. That's possible. I could see it. I could see it. The we'll, Lions, we'll see they have the Vikings. Ooh. Vikings, Jets, Panthers. And then, okay, so one, two, three, four, five. We have five games left? Yes. So Vikings, Jets, Panthers, Bears, Packers. It's doable, man. It's doable. They can take the Bears. They can take the Packers. They can take the Panthers. I mean, they destroyed the Jacksonville Vikings, this the weekend. The Vikings and Jets are the only two teams. The next two are they're they're rough. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're on line watch. We're on line watch right now. They they were they were a hype train for you, or was it a hype, hype train or a hot take preseason? It's a hot take. Hot take. All right. Well. Maybe you'll get one of those. Maybe you'll get one of those to come true. We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you. All right. Well, let's move on. Third and three. All right. Well, we live in a day and age in which retro is coming. Retro is retro is the new modern. Like everything is retro again. Like that's just culture that we live in, and people want to bring everything back. I mean, style comes back, and and art comes back, and music comes back, and people want to go back to listening to vinyl and all this good stuff. And so, so we're, we want to bring some things back in the NFL. Matt, Matt, let me just ask you this: This is apart from what we're going to talk about. Uh, if there was something that you would like to bring back in your life that doesn't exist anymore? Maybe it's a food. Maybe it's, I don't know what it is. Is there something that you would want to bring back? I want to bring back no responsibility. Them <laughs> were the days, baby. <laughs> Them were the days. Uh, those were the days, bringing back when you would get up. I'm not going to lie. I think I, peaked. To I think I peaked at about 11 years old, 10 or 11. All I did was... I played football. We rode our bikes. Uh, my friends, I rode dirt bikes or I rode our uh, other bikes at uh, my friend's uh, outdoor. Like we made like a little BMX course and we had like these little jumps and turns and all that kind of stuff. So we had a full fledged course we could, we could ride. And then when we got done with that, we'd go sit and play Madden 2001 and we had our little tech decks. And then we'd, we'd take turns playing or goofing off a tech deck or whatever. Man, that's some, that was in the days. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff, we're man. This, we're getting... Get a little nostalgic around here right now. Yeah, man. Oh, man. 
Bring back the BMX and tech decks. We had little tech decks <laughs> that were actually BMX bikes. Remember those yeah. things? Oh yeah, I remember those things. Those were great. Mm. That a good I like. I like to bring back. I like to bring back the the classic days of video games. Good old get, get Nintendo sixty four, PlayStation one. Even even go back to the the Super Nintendo. Man, and now those were the days. Those were the N64 days where you didn't have to worry about. Impression on me. What's that? I said the N sixty four made a more lasting impression on me. Well, I am a little bit older than you, so. You go to Walmart or you, or you go to Best Buy, and I just wanted to go there go sort of play the N sixty four, and that all I, all I'd ever play was Donkey Kong on it. Donkey oh, Kong N sixty four. Donkey Kong N sixty four, Mario Kart N sixty four, GoldenEye. I wasn't allowed to play GoldenEye. That's a true story. It was too violent. It was first person. Poor, if I was running around and being a first person perspective shooting people, then I was going to go crazy and go shoot people. So much. Uh, yes, you were. Well, if anybody would, it would be you. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was not allowed to play such violent games as Goldeneye. Okay. I'm so sorry to hear that. You know what? You know what I'd like to bring back to? Um, it would be what? I think it was called Volt. It was like oh, a the Mountain Dew. It was a Mountain Dew energy drink. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I remember when that thing came out, it was 99 cents a bottle. And it was just like you were drinking pure citrusy, fake citrus flavored sugar water. Amen. I could suck that. So Wait, wasn't Volt like supposed to be more caffeinated? Yes. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a quote unquote energy drink. And, and, And speaking of soft drinks that need to come back, Mountain Dew, you need to bring back the orange Mountain Dew. Bring back the orange Mountain Dew. I haven't seen the orange. I, I forget what it's called. High voltage, I think. I, I, I haven't seen the orange Mountain remember, Dew. Wait, 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 wait. You remember when they came out with, like, when they first started experimenting with other flavors, and they came out with, like, those three flavors, and you're supposed to vote on which one was the best? And whichever I never one drank you voted any for. Those. You never drank any of them? No. No, because I, I, go, I go classic or the orange. Baja Blast when I'm at Taco Bell. That's about it. I don't experiment definitely, with all of those There stuff. was definitely, I have a very, very distinct memory of the red one. It was like some kind of like raspberry colored, but I don't know if it was actually raspberry. But anyway, we pulled an all night. We know that uh, soda, it's not the actual flavor. Of course it's not. Those, but we pulled an all night Age of Empires marathon. Like we, we hooked up a bunch of computers to a land network and we just like fought it out all night. And that was the drink of choice. Hey, that is something too that needs to come back. Is, is local local network gaming nights? I know, but then that requires people to actually show up. Nobody wants to show up to anything anymore. I know. I'm not saying that it's going to. I just said that's what needs to come back because those were yeah. those were enjoyable. All night too. All right. <laughs> In that spirit, and also what spurred this is, of course, if you're following the NFL, you know that OBJ is supposedly coming back to the NFL at some point. Boo. His former team is his former team is courting him the Giants. He's visiting the Cowboys. They're the favorites to sign him. And also as we mentioned earlier, Baker Mayfield released by the Panthers and is a free agent now expected to sign possibly with somebody unfortunately. So, in that light, three pack of questions for you, Matt. Um and uh We'll we'll do one at a time. So, what former NFL player would you bring back to play for your team right now? I want to say Jordy Nelson, but honestly, probably actually Reggie White. I mean, he's the greatest defensive end of all time. Him or Michael Strahan. Uh, I would actually rather give the nod to Reggie White. So, I want Reggie White back, baby. Maybe you know, but I don't think you can go wrong. With either one of those answers, I'm kind of surprised you didn't say Devontae. No, the future. This is the future. <laughs> Besides, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like Moving past ahead. and retired. I'm not thinking like sure, 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 sure. just in a different thing. Sure, I love Devontae back. Who wouldn't? He's the best yeah. wide receiver probably to ever play for the Green Bay Packers. That includes Jordy Nelson. Yeah. But give me give me Reggie White. Okay. All right. Um, so for the Steelers, I uh, the 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 correct answer right now is somebody to play offensive line because that's been the issue for the Steelers all year long. 
And so, so give me Marquise Pouncey or David DeCastro or somebody that can just block, even though we've actually been able to run the ball over the last couple of games. But that's not the sexy pick. That's not the name that I want to go with. Uh, so I'm going, if there's a Troy Polamalu, player, I can bring sexy. Yeah, absolutely. Which that's I exactly hate. who I'm thinking of. Oh, nice. Troy Polamalu. <laughs> bring that hair back, man. Right now. I don't, he, I don't even care what shape he's in. Just bring it back right now. Just, just come back and play for this team. I mean, we need something in the secondary besides Mika Fitzpatrick. So bring me back Troy Polamalu. Wait, man. Fitzpatrick sucks now? No, I said besides Mika Fitzpatrick. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I, say, I yeah. thought he was pretty no. good. Oh yeah, he's fine. He's fine, but he's like the only thing we have in the secondary right now consistently. So, so I'm bringing back Troy Polamalu. All right, what former NFL player then would you bring back to play for your opponent or your rival team? Okay, I I would say Mitchell Trubisky for the Bears, but considering he actually still is in the NFL, I'm gonna say Smoking Cool Jay Jay Cutler for the Chicago. Bears. Yes. That man was incredible in how bad he was, and I <laughs> and how bad how bad he was, and how long he held on to a job in the NFL. Just incredible. It was fantastic. That's, I mean, hats off to that. I don't know how Fox kept him that long. I don't know. It's one of those things where you won't own up to your mistake, and so Fox <laughs> just kept him in Chicago forever, and it was fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. All right. Um. So. If we're not going, I, I immediately thought of Baker with Cleveland just because of how bad Baker is right now. Still in the league. And I would, what's, I know he's still in the league. So I would have to go with Carson Palmer and the Cincinnati Bengals because the Pittsburgh Steelers own Carson Palmer and the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, to the point where they literally basically ruined his life, knocked him physically out of a playoff game. So I'm going Carson Palmer. And Carson, that, that's not a knock against Carson Palmer. Had a great NFL career, but not against the Steelers in the AFC North. So I'm going Carson Palmer just because I want to see him get knocked out again. But anyway. Didn't he almost get a Super Bowl with the Cardinals? Almost, but not quite. Probably should have gotten one that year with the Bengals too. (laughs) All right. Then last one. What former NFL player would you bring back to play for any team? I got I've got to go with Randy Moss. I mean, yeah, he torched the Packers forever, and it was awful. But what a character! I mean, this is the guy that mooned, well, fake mooned Lambeau Field. I mean, if you just listen to any of the videos of him talking, like this guy's hilarious. You, you know that you know that thing with like, "Hey, Randy, how'd you pay for that car?" He goes, "Straight cash, homie." Oh yeah, you know this video, like the stuff he says. He's like. Hey, hey, hey! He goes, you got, you got, you got call heads. We call it all the time, Madden. We always did it. And he goes out there and like Culpepper goes out there and he calls Taylor. He goes, did you call heads? He said no. He's like, oh man. There was just the stuff he said <laughs> is hilarious. Like I would love to see Randy Moss. Also, I think that Randy Moss is the most talented wide receiver to ever play the game. Most talented, not the best. The best is Jerry Rice. The most yeah. talented wide receiver to ever play is Randy Moss. It's hard to argue with that. I'll give you that. I think that if um, Randy Moss could have had a better attitude and been with it, he would have been the best of all time. But Rice had that combination of talent and being on the right team at the right time. And so that's why he is the best of all time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I you can't argue with that one. Not at all. I mean, there's a reason why it's called when somebody just absolutely destroys a defensive back, you got Moss. Yep. I mean, it's literally a verb or a description, an adjective. I don't know what it is right now, what part of speech it is. Um, okay. So I, this is hard because there are so many players. Like I, th- I thought about Megatron. I'd love to see him come back and play I in the league right now. Come back. I know you don't. Why is it like all, I these thought about, co- all these good wide receivers just torch the Packers for so long? I thought about Barry Sanders too, just because his, both of those guys, their careers were so short. You just want to see more of it. I saw him play as a child in person. Did you? Mm-hmm. That's impressive. He was not a child. Um, I was a child. Yes, yes, you were a child. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I I think I gotta go with Michael Vick. Mm. 
that just as the quarterback when he came into the league with the Falcons, no one had okay, seen he's anything. Not that, yeah, he's not that unique anymore. Would you really want not to anymore? Like, now not anymore. You see it every week with now it's Justin Fields and uh, Lamar Jackson. Like like we see that type. I mean, isn't I, Justin I feel Fields like... on pace to break the rushing record for an NFL QB? Yes. And it's not so much the stats, but it it was just the raw talent that Michael Vick had. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, Justin Fields could break those records. He already did with the rushing record in a game. Lamar Jackson has done that over seasons. Wait, but who holds the most in a game? Justin Fields. I thought, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Hurts yeah. went and torched the Green Bay Packers. Like, no, we stopped him from that. But no, no, that was Hurts. That was Hurts put up 150-something. And yeah. Fields has it for like 170-something, right? Yes. Yes. So, but but it's just a raw talent. Because, I mean, Michael Vick was just so good running the ball. I mean, so fluid and fast. Like, I, I feel like Fields and Lamar, they are quick and fast. But they're they're bigger than Michael Vick was and is. They're taller. They're lankier. I feel like they they look Lamar like Lamar Jackson is bigger than Michael Vick. My perception is not this way. I I'm pretty sure. Look it up. I may be wrong. You My perception talking. is that he is bigger. So I just feel like Michael Vick was just so quick and shifty and could just turn on a dime. Plus he had a cannon for an arm and he was accurate too. So, so I, I'll bring back Michael Vick. Off the field issues aside, if we're just talking about who to play in the NFL, I'll bring back Michael Vick. All right. Well, uh, while you're right. looking that yes. up, no, Lamar Jackson is six foot two. Michael Vick was six foot. Lamar Jackson two hundred thirty. Michael Vick two ten. Okay. Bigger. All right. Not or, by like, much. Lamar but Jackson is still bigger. All right. Good. All right. Well, let's move on. We got to make some picks and then close it out tonight. Fourth and short. All right, let's start with the touchdown draft. And Matt, good news for you. There's no point. I can't. Like I I can't come back. That's true. You still got five weeks. I can go out. It's like a billion. I get get another cold streak again. Good news, buddy. You got two touchdowns this week. Both of you guys hit. You picked Traylon Burks. Your guys. DK Metcalf plus one. And both of them got a touchdown. The bad news is I used Christian McCaffrey and your own Christian Watson and got three. So right now. I should have. So I should have uh, saved A.J. Brown one week because he got like two. Yeah, he got two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stink. Yeah. What it could have, should have. Uh, so now the standings are 20 for moi and 14 for you. So let's find out who you are taking here in this first week. All right. So the teams I have left are the Chargers, the Raiders. Wait a minute. Uh, I already took Devontae. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I was looking for Jacobs anyway. Where are they oh, playing? Yeah. They're playing the Rams. Mm. So here's the thing I got to think about. I okay. need to save the um I need to save my Josh Jacobs pick for when I think the most opportune moment is. So who do we got left? We got the Rams, the Patriots, the Steelers. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Give me Josh Jacobs. Okay. All right. I'm going with Josh Jacobs. I think it's a good pick. He is on a heater right now. All right. So who am I gonna go with? I got Minnesota, Denver. Oh gosh. The Jets, Cleveland, Jacksonville, and Indianapolis. All right, so I need somebody who is going to play against a bad defense. And Indianapolis is on a bye. Jacksonville plays the Titans. Cleveland plays the Bengals. The Jets play the Bills. The Broncos are on a bye. And Minnesota... Minnesota? Uh, they play the Lions. Okay, so I got to take somebody from Minnesota. All right, Minnesota, you took Justin Jefferson, so I'm taking Dalvin Cook. Okay. Taking Dalvin Cook from Minnesota. They're playing the Lions. So hopefully that will be a shootout. 
And none of the other matchups are good. Ugh. Well, then I guess, and, and half these teams are on buys too. You know what? No, I can't do it. I, I almost I almost took Deshaun. I don't think I can do that. Um why can't you shake Deshaun Watson? I just that feels dirty. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know who else to take for because you already took Nick Chubb. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's on the road. Not taking Amari Cooper. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna take Deshaun Watson. I gotta try to get. That'll be back to back weeks for me taking a Watson. Elementary, my dear Watson. Do it, man. All I right. was looking at what I what my options are on the Rams. The Rams are awful. Yeah, Cam Akers got two touchdowns this past week though. Still, the Rams are awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not great. It's not Okay, great. let's see who the Rams are playing, because I may not have a better opportunity. The Raiders. Yeah, I know that. I may just take like both sides of the this uh um There have been worse strategies. Okay, so I've got the Rams are gonna play the Raiders, then they're gonna play the Packers, and they're gonna say the Broncos. Who has a worse defense, the Packers or the Raiders? Probably the Raiders. Raiders have been giving up. I mean, they gave up 34 to the Seahawks a couple weeks ago. I mean, I've I mean got I'm not going to tell you how to draft here. Ah, you don't tell me how to draft. I make my own decisions because I'm a grown man. That's uh, right. Man, I guess Cam Akers. I got to get that right. off my plate. Man, I should have. Like, if I had any idea that they'd be this bad, I'd have gotten way earlier in the season. But you took Cooper well, real quick. Obviously. All right. So there are our quick picks for Week 14. I've got Dalvin Cook and Deshaun Watson. You've got Josh Jacobs and Cam Akers. Over to the Pick'em Challenge, where we're still doing quite well. Uh, you gave me Detroit and Jacksonville, and uh, I chose. The Lions, and then I gave you Buffalo and the Patriots. You chose Buffalo, so we're at What's ten and score? three and What's nine up? and four. All right, all right, all right. Here we go for this next week's game. I want you to give me Ravens Steelers. Now that is difficult. <laughs> It's in uh, Pittsburgh, and the Ravens are without Lamar. You guys have won two in a row. They barely eked by the Broncos. Only because they so were playing the Broncos. Go, I've got to go to the Steelers. Ah, yeah. I only took – you, would you have given that to me if I had not given it to you? No. Okay, all right. Well, because I am giving matter. you Detroit versus – Mm, that was the one I didn't want. Yep. Uh, I know who I would pick in this situation. I'm going Detroit. Give me two Dang weeks in Detroit. Dang it. Give me two weeks in a row sure, of Detroit. I thought for sure I'd be able to get you with that one, and you would be like, no, Minnesota. And then you would go with them, and then I, I really do think Detroit's going to win at home. If it was in Minnesota, I'd go the other way. But it's in Detroit in the Dome. I'm going to go with Detroit. So, all right, there we have it. So I'm taking Detroit over Minnesota. You've got Pittsburgh over Baltimore. Uh, what? What? Let's say we get a little bit more of uh, what we started the show with. No bears still suck. No bears still suck. Just for you, buddy. True. Right. Just in case anybody was wondering. Both the Packers and the Bears are on a bye week. That's right. We'll just let that play in the background as the ending music closes out. So. All right, folks, thanks for being with us tonight for the 4th and Short. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at 4th and Short Podcast. Make sure you give us a rating and review. Tell your friends. Because I know you've had a great time, just like we've had a great time. Isn't that right, Matt? Yes, that is right, because the Bears still suck. Exactly right. All right, everybody, peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 4th and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at Fourth and Short Podcast.
don't have to know many words. <laughs>